Hello, my friend Amy Robeson here, and I am so excited you have arrived. The universe would only bring us together if you were ready, and you clearly are. You're ready to manifest the life you truly desire. You're ready to evolve. You're ready to have a self-discovery. And most importantly, you're ready to awaken to the infinite possibilities that your heart and soul is desiring for you to manifest. Let's buckle up together and go on this crazy journey. I can't wait to see what infinite possibilities you manifest into your life. So let's get started. Your body is the temple of God, creator, divinity. And what you put in that temple creates ease, grace, flow, or it creates dis-ease. So it's really important to look at food as nourishment for your soul, for your body, for your cells. You are constantly nourishing your body through your words, deeds, thoughts, and actions. And so if you have happy thoughts, you're going to create joy and ease and flow within the cells. If you are constantly angry or upset or dissatisfied, you are going to create dis-ease within the body. And I know some of you in the community are dealing with chronic pain or dealing with something that is occurring in your body that you are unhappy with or would like to change. And that could be weight. You could be wanting to gain weight. You could be wanting to lose weight. You could be wanting to feel better because your back hurts. You could be dealing with some sort of chronic pain like fibromyalgia, lupus, Lyme disease. There's all sorts of, we can go on the list of all the range of different things that are happening. And just so you know, I feel you. There are so many things that as humans that we have to process and when we have dis-ease within the body, pain can come from that dis-ease because we are not processing our emotions in a particular way. And so I'm a big believer that we can use food to support our mental health. We can also use food to nourish our soul to start feeling physically better as well. And the way that I love to go about working with food in regards to helping mental health is by working with the rainbow. We have energy centers in our body. Those energy centers help bring balance to our body using color frequency. And so when we work with whole foods, you can use the colors to help with bringing balance into the chakras, these powerful energy centers. And so you have red, orange, yellow, green, light blue, dark blue, and purple. You also have white because the crown chakra can also be white. I love looking at these colors because these colors will help us reorganize our energy and our thoughts. I'm also a big believer in eating intuitively, not eating based on what's going on in society and what societal norms are happening at that moment in time. And I'll give you an example of what I mean by that. For a long time, I was a vegetarian. Being a vegetarian, did not work for my physical body and genes. 
I literally thought my bones were going to break, but my ethical standpoint on not wanting to eat animal meat was literally killing me. My body could not handle it. And I had to face the facts that if I wanted to feel good, I needed to bring animal protein back into my diet. And the second I did that and got really honest with myself, I started feeling much different and much better. And so just because things are happening in society like keto or paleo, does not mean that that is good for you. It's really important to have a really good positive relationship with food because that is the very act of putting something that's nourishing your body, nourishing your soul, and allowing you to live, breathe, and be healthy in society. And so some things might make complete sense and some things intuitively you might get that aren't, they don't work for you. They don't work for your body. They don't work for your genes. And I really want you to trust that. And I'm going to speak a little bit more about food and vegetarianism and veganism as well, because I want to address the elephant in the room for some people that are very spiritual but know that it's important for their bodies to eat meat. First off, I love animals. And if I could be a vegan, if I could be a vegetarian, I would, but my body doesn't allow me to do that. And so what I do to allow myself to feel better about the choices that I'm making in terms of food is I understand where my food is being sourced from and how those animals are being treated as well. I'm a big believer in knowing that I'm eating local, as local as I possibly can. Sometimes that's not 100% possible, but I try to buy everything from local farmers, especially our meat, that are grass-fed and that are allowed to walk in the pasture and not just free range because free range does not necessarily mean they're out in a pasture that just means the door is open and so treating animals ethically so that I have an animal food source of protein feels good to me it feels in alignment with my values and works for my physical body some people this does not work for and so you have to really understand where your values are at and what works for your body physically because it's really important that you are physically healthy and remember that food is going to help allow your cells to run allow them to rejuvenate and so the way that the food is treated is really important not all food that's at the farmer's market is also organic i think that some people think that it's all organic if it's at the farmer's market but it's not just letting you know that a lot of our farmer's market food here is not organic so you have to ask the farmer if it is because for me, not having my food sprayed with chemicals is really important. Now, that might not be available to you. And so it's really important to look at where your food is being sourced from. And if you are not able to get your hands on local organic food, you can pray over your food. 
You can ask for a creator to diffuse any low vibrating energy within the food. You can bless your food with love and light because these are tools that you have available to you and it's the simple act of prayer over your food. Food by blessing it will help raise its frequency as well. And so you can do that too. So if you don't have these resources available, or let's say you don't have the money, the extra money to have organic because you need to survive and you need to eat and it makes more sense for you to buy conventional food, pray over your food. It's going to make a huge difference and it's going to raise the vibration of the food as well. I want to take a step back because I went on a little tangent there. I want to take a step back to talk about working with the color frequency and how it can help your mental health. And so every single chakra in your body vibrates at a particular level and all of those chakras absorb the different colors and the color that it does not absorb fully is the color that is represented by that energy center. And so, for example, your root chakra is red. And so how we balance that chakra is bringing more red in. You can wear red underwear, you can eat red apples, you can eat anything that has red, and you can help balance that particular chakra by eating that particular color or bringing that color into your life. Same thing if you're working on your power center and you're wanting to bring more power into your life, you can work with eating a bunch of yellow different foods like yellow squash or bananas or pineapple. I had a friend once tell me that eating pineapple will make you rich. <laughs> this might not work for you because if you have um, something that doesn't allow you to eat very acidic foods, doesn't mean that you can't eat or work with the color of yellow. But in general, we want to look at whole foods to help us balance our body. A lot of processed, packaged foods cause us to get out of balance very quickly because the chemicals that they're putting in the food to preserve the food very much affects our body and creates dis-ease within the body. And so you want to understand where your food is coming from and how it's affecting you and how it's affecting your vibration because everything is vibration. And so if the food is coming from a place of lower vibration or they're using lower vibrational quality ingredients, that's going to affect you in some way, shape or form. If an animal is mistreated, you're going to take on those emotions as well. Another thing to always look at too is think about what, if you are a meat eater, think about what that animal is eating because you're also eating what that animal eats as well. And we want to think about that cycle. Everything is a cycle of life. Everything goes back to one another. And so we're cycling things through our system. And so what are they also taking in and how is that affecting you as well? I'm a big believer in food can be medicine, food can heal you, food can allow you to feel really good. We just need to be really educated on what it is that we're putting into our body and how that affects us. I also think that when you are eating and when you're blessing your food, I want you to infuse it with as much love and light as you possibly can. And you can have 
affirmations on how the food is supporting your mental health, how the food is supporting your body to heal, and how it's going to assist you in healing as well. So for example, if I am craving something fresh, maybe I'm craving like cucumbers or something like that, that freshness, I'm going to say, thank you. I'm so grateful for these, this food, this nourishment. The green cucumber is helping me connect to my heart, which is bridging my inner and outer world. It's also giving me a fresh perspective today on XYZ. And so I'm bringing that in to how it's going to support me in throughout the days, which that freshness is, is bring me a fresh perspective. So let's say I'm craving something super warm and something red. Today I had tomato basil soup for some reason for breakfast. <laughs> I am totally give me lunch food for breakfast or give me dinner food for breakfast. I am not a breakfast morning food person, but I want lunch and dinner for breakfast. Anyways, for that particular type of food, it's working on my root chakra, which is allowing me to feel safe. The warmth is creating something cozy within me. And it's also very energizing. Red is very energizing. And so for me, what I could say for, let's say for something like a tomato or tomato basil soup or something like that, that's warm and cozy. Let's say it's stewed tomatoes or something like that. Thank you for this food. I'm asking for it to be infused with lots of love, lots of light. And I'm so grateful for the energy that this is providing me, that the safety this food gives me with each breath I take, with each chew I make. Thank you so much. And the key with this is you're giving thanks to the food and how it's supporting you as well. Remember, everything in life is supporting you in some way, shape, or form. It's you that recognizes how it's supporting you and breathing life into it. And so food can support your mental health, it can nourish your body, and it can feed your soul in so many different ways and it's a necessity. It is so necessary for us to have vitamins and minerals in our body and we can bring this into our spiritual practices through the power of prayer, through giving thanks, through recognizing and seeing how it supports our energy system, how it supports the ease within our body, how it can also create dis-ease within the body too. Because remember, the preservatives and how the food is made, I don't know if you've ever bought something and it just feels really, really off and then someone makes something like that particular thing that you bought in a package, but they home make it and it tastes completely different. It's because it's made with love. It's made with less preservative. It's made with simple ingredients. And we want to recognize that those ingredients support our body in some way, shape, or form. I also know that if I'm looking at something that's supporting me, I also want to look at how things are not supporting me as well. So if I'm craving a lot of sweets, that tells me I'm lacking love in some way, shape, or form. And so if I'm lacking love in some way, shape, or form, I go out and try to validate that by bringing sweet treats into my life. Now, for me, an abundant amount of sugar makes my body feel 
awful. I know one of our friends had a sugar reaction, like it would put him in like almost comatose, like he would pass out if it had a lot of sugar in it. As a society, we have so much sugar in our diet. Now, sugar is not necessarily bad. An abundant amount of sugar is bad for us. And for me, it creates a lot of inflammation in my body. So I have to be very aware of the amount of sugar that I'm taking in. And I also want to be really conscious of disease that has been passed down through generations. So for example, like on my mom's side of the family, diabetes is a very real thing. And since I had gestational diabetes when I was pregnant, I'm very aware that that is a possibility that I can create that within my body based on the foods and the stresses that I have. And so I want to be very conscious of the foods that I'm eating and not overindulging in things that make me feel good temporarily because I'm craving extra love in my life. And for some people, food is how they feel love. And so we want to make sure that we're using food to support our ease within our life, but we also want to make sure that food is not being used as a tool to feel a particular way or emotion that is not supporting your soul's evolution. And so for me, I've had to really check myself on sweets in the past because they don't make me feel good. They make my skin break out in eczema. And so I have to be very conscious of my sugar intake because of that. And so know that whatever it is that you're doing in regards to food, that food is supporting you in some way, shape or form. And that support is either on the spectrum of love and light or supporting you in creating dis-ease within the body. You can use your words, your deeds, your actions regarding food to help it support you with the ease within your body and not the dis-ease. And I want to encourage you to do that. Lean into your food. Check in with yourself daily to see what your body is craving because this is a great way to mother yourself in a different way and that's with food that your body is physically craving that particular day. Now, with that also being said, your body is on automatic. And what that means is if you eat McDonald's every single day, your body's going to go, I want McDonald's. I want McDonald's. And so if you are wanting to break habits of processed foods, of foods that don't support you, you have to remember that the craving is temporary and that the more good whole foods that you put into your body, they'll make you feel better mentally, emotionally, and physically, but it will take some time to break the habit of the processed junk that's going into the body that feeds the little gut bugs in your gut that says, give me more, give me more, give me more. And so as you're recreating new systems and new energy within your body and the words that you use and the prayer that you use, the more that you're going to assist there and change. And please know I am not a dietitian. This is just my perspective on how I believe food can nourish you and help you mentally and emotionally and physically. And know that this is not to substitute any sort of medical advice. I want to encourage you to do your own research to find support systems that work for your body. I will educate myself on food 
our food research and data is constantly being updated. And the cool thing is, is we live in a time where information is easily accessible to us. It's crazy the amount of information that is so outdated on food. And I'll give you an example. Growing up in the era that I grew up in, low fat, no fat was a thing. You ate margarine. That is not good for you. Eating fat is very good for your brain. Your brain needs fat. Now, good quality fat is really, really important. When I was pregnant and I was researching food and things like that, I read a book, and I can't think of the name off the top of my head, but I read this book where she was saying that the way that they determined women, pregnant women's diets was based on men's bodies. Let me say that again. And if I remember the book, I will link the comment below in the show notes, but I'm going to say it again. They were recommending women's pregnancy diets based on men's bodies. That's insane. Women have different anatomy than men. And when you are pregnant, you have different needs. Just when you like you are not pregnant, you have different needs. Your body requires different things at different times. And so staying up to date with research and looking at how our research and data is changing based on food is really, really important. There's going to always be fad diets out there. And this episode is not about dieting. It's totally not. It's about really looking at how you can utilize food to help you feel better physically, mentally, and emotionally. And for me, after getting pregnant and having to lose baby weight, I wanted to educate myself on food again. I educated myself while I was pregnant. I wanted to educate myself on food, on how to lose the weight as well, which brought me down a whole research rabbit hole of regulating blood sugar, understanding blood sugar, things like that. And it's fascinating to me. It's really, really, really fascinating because when you are in a place where you are open to exploring what different things mean to you, you'll have a different approach with your food. And so for me, even though I eat healthy, I realize that my blood sugar will spike when I am stressed. And it has nothing to do with what I'm actually eating, especially if I'm eating something healthy. If I am stressed, my blood sugar will spike. If I'm stressed, I'm going to double make sure that I'm eating really good quality food that keeps my blood sugar down. Because if I go and eat a donut because I'm stressed, my blood sugar is going to go up. I'm not going to feel good. I'm going to feel scattered for the day. My mental health is going to be all over the place because I'm scattered and I don't feel good and I'm already stressed out about whatever it is that I'm stressed out about and then my blood sugar goes up which means then I go and crash it's not going to feel really good for the moment so I want to encourage you to educate yourself on food and how it affects you and what really works for your body because this is going to affect your mental health no matter what it is that you are doing throughout the day and I want to encourage you to use food as nourishment. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Like and subscribe. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Bye. 
you've made it to the end of the show. That shows me that you are committed to evolving and creating the life you truly love and desire. I'm so excited to be on this journey with you. Make sure you click the subscribe button so you don't miss a thing. We have shows going out semi-weekly and also please leave an honest review. I would greatly appreciate it if you did. If you'd like to receive a free gift from me, head on over to theimmyrobison.com, theimmyrobison.com. Claim your free gift. You'll also find that link in the show notes. I'm sending you lots and lots of love and light. Many blessings to you, my friend. Bye.